a lot of people live in denial because they think that to be realistic is to be depressing. I'm Dr. Mike, host of Going There. It was the first song where I wrote about how I felt like my depression was killing me and I didn't want it. Going There breaks the stigma of mental health issues by having real honest conversations with your favorite musicians, including Alessia Cara, Lizzie Hale, Jewel, Jason Isbell, Gerard Way, Lauren Gray, Shamir, and Barty Strange. There was something there that was so raw where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that. Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Sound Mind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends get investigative, go down memory lane, and decode some messages from Miss Taylor Swift. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Cressy Cornus. I'm MK Ashford. And MK is right. Today we are going to go through Taylor Swift's old hidden messages in her albums. And I am so excited for this because I feel like our fandom has kind of forgotten about this because she doesn't do this anymore. And I think this is so fun and it should be talked about more i know it feels like a childhood memory like flipping through the book when you get the cd from target Mm -hmm. and like writing it out it was so fun it was a fun little game and i very much understand why she stopped if you don't know she did stop during the reputation era so 1989 was her last secret message album which kind of makes sense i think reputation you know there was no explanation but i do miss them a lot Mm mm-hmm Yeah, they were really fun. Basically, she would capitalize random letters and words that were not supposed to be capitalized. And those would spell out a hidden message for each song. And then you could put it all together. And sometimes it kind of made sense as a poem. Like the 1989 one totally made sense as a poem. A piece of art. Yes. But as you'll see, we're going to start with debut. It's all over the place. So MK, do you want to kick things off? Yeah, of course. As we go through this journey, they get less and less chaotic and a little more artsy. Yeah. It's so fun. Okay, so for debut album, self-titled Taylor Swift, in order, the hidden messages are for Tim McGraw, Can't Tell Me Nothing, Picture to Burn, Date Nice Boys, Teardrops on My Guitar, He Will Never Know, A Place in This World, I Found It. That's cute. Cold as You. Time to let go. The outside. You are not alone. Tied together with a smile. You are loved. Stay beautiful. Shake and bake. Hmm. Should have said no. Sam, 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 Sam. I wonder who that's about. Mary's song. Sometimes love is forever. Our song. Live in love. (laughs) I have so much to say about this already. Live, laugh, love. The way this is almost exactly like the Good for a Weekend's MySpace episode where we read her old MySpace post. These sound like MySpace posts. She was like really wild in this era. She was so unhinged. I mean, she was a teenager. I get it. But like, wow. Uh, Okay. What's your favorite? My favorite is Teardrops on My Guitar. He will never know. His name is it's Drew is the first word in the song. (laughs) How would he know? (laughs) <laughs> it's it literally begins with drew he's gonna know yeah i like um can't tell me nothing because can't tell me nothing is a tim mcgraw song i was actually wondering that i was wondering what that meant yeah and i like tim mcgraw so i can't believe i didn't know that 
I know. It's a very, like, I didn't know it until a few years ago when I saw something about how this was what that was. And I looked up the song and I'm a country music fan. So like, that was a little shocking to me, but it's a deep cut. Uh, You know, Taylor Swift's a little, little Tennessee girl, I guess. Singing it with uh, Mr. Sam, I assume. I bet that was like a song they listened to together. Mm -hmm. On the lake in his truck. (laughs) (laughs) Shake and bake for stay beautiful. That's definitely some weird inside joke she had. Yeah, that's a that's an odd man out. That was a weird one. But the rest yeah. of them are just kind of um I don't know the word. Live, laugh, love. Like uh, the word I like to use in this situation, or it's more of a phrase, is hobby lobby core. Cause you know, when you walk around Hobby Lobby, there's a bunch of signs and like metal or like canvases that just like have little sayings. Yeah. That are like this, like, time to let go. You are not alone. You are loved. Date nice boys. That would definitely be in, like, the little girl's bedroom section. Yeah, it's live in love. It might be my favorite there. Um, Also, a a place in this world, I found it. That's kind of cute, even though it was a little premature. She really hadn't yet. But still cute that she, like, felt that way after releasing it. All right. So do we want to move on to Fearless? Yes. This one is going to be a doozy because there are 19 tracks buckle in guys here we go fearless i loved you before i met you 15 i cried while recording this love story someday i'll find this hey steven love and theft white horse all i ever wanted was the truth you belong with me love is blind so you couldn't see me breathe i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry tell me why guess i was fooled by your smile you're not sorry she can have you the way i loved you we can't go back forever and always if you play these games we're both going to lose the best day god bless andrea swift change you made things change for me jump then fall last summer was magical untouchable we always want what we can't reach forever and always piano still miss who i thought he was come in with the rain won't admit that i wish you'd come back superstar i'll never tell the other side of the door what i was really thinking when i slammed the door fearless was her drama era yeah there was a lot of capital letters in this booklet she was full drama right off the bat i think some highlights here. Love and theft. Theft. <laughs> Love and theft. That is like the simplest song. Hey, Stephen. Is that like a book or something? I don't even know. I don't know. And Hey, Stephen is about, we talked about this in the uh, songs about Taylor Swift episode. That Hey, Stephen is about a musician that toured with Taylor. Mm-hmm. His name is Stephen. And I don't remember any um, thievery happening when I told that story. Maybe they, like, stole some nail polish from a gas station or something. That's probably it. She feels crazy about it. <laughs> yeah, I like a Bucky's. Um, Love is blind, so you couldn't see me. Oof. I love that. That's so cute. If you play these games we're both going to lose is so long. I bet that took her forever to map that out. Yeah. 
It's very play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The rest of them, I mean, God bless Andrea Swift. That's pretty cute. She can have used grade as well. Mm-hmm. Because I love that that's track nine out of 19. And it's like, she can have you. But then it just like keeps going. And it's like, I wish you'd come back, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like a couple lines down. I know. Some of these are so long. Like what I was really thinking when I slammed the door. Also, I feel like that wasn't a secret message. That's just the song. Yeah. The title of the song is The Other Side of the Door, famously. Yep. Yeah. There were some interesting choices in this one, but very fun still. Okay. Now we're going to speak now where it gets a little uh, short. Specific. Yeah. They get specific. To the point. Concise. Straight to the point. Mine, Toby. Sparks fly, Portland, Oregon. Back to December, Tay. Speak now. You always regret what you don't say. Dear John, loved you from the very first day. Mean, I thought you got me. The story of us, CMT Music Awards. Never grow up. I moved out in July. Enchanted, Adam. Better than revenge. You thought I would forget. Innocent. Life is full of little interruptions. Haunted. Still to this day. Last kiss. Forever and always. Long live. For you. Aww. That was for us. Three name drops in this one. (laughs) Three government names. Three name drops. Two callbacks to different songs. And two different locations yeah specific i love the callbacks to other songs because i love when taylor swift songs can be like connected with other taylor swift songs which is why i love the betty august cardigan yeah triangle so i do love that i love the superman callback to dear john because that's like full circle of that relationship yeah for sure I like that too. And also forever and always for last kiss. That's how I think we all knew it was about Joe, which is, you yeah. know, Portland, Oregon for Sparks Fly. Many people think that allegedly, oh, Frick, what's his name? Whose face is in my mind? I'm on the edge of my seat, MK. Barefoot Blue Jean Knight. Barefoot Blue Jean Knight. What's his name? Jake Owens. Jake Owens. Okay. He's a country singer. And that's who people think this is about. Mm. I did not know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, it's supposed to be about no, Jake Owens. I didn't. He's way older than her and not that cute. But I could see like in the in the context, yeah, Jake Owens. In the context of like the country music circle and he's headlining and she's opening and whatever. Apparently they were both in Portland, Oregon on the same night. Apparently they hung out and she that's who Sparks Fly is about. But no, okay. it's unconfirmed. But that's what I think Portland, Oregon is. But it could be about, like, I don't know, literally anyone else. Interesting. Yeah. Now, when I hear a song like Sparks Fly, I am picturing, like, a summer house. Like, not Portland, Oregon. Correct. Um, I'm also picturing someone more attractive than Jay Goins. <laughs> and also not old. I am picturing, like... A New England summer for some reason and like a beautiful old house that they're like summering at 
Oh, um, I don't see New England not getting old money from that. I think because of the stairs, that's probably why I think about that. The stairs? There are stairs in Sparks Fly. Control F stairs. And lead me up the staircase. Oh, okay. Staircase. Okay. That's what rich people call their stairs. Ah. Uh, yeah, my stairs aren't staircase. They're <laughs> like a stairs. hallway. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing grand about it. I also love the story of us being a callback to the CMT Music Awards where she and John Mayer were seated very close to each other. And you can look at photos from that evening and just see how uncomfortable she looks. And there's like a part where she like goes over to say hi to him. And I can just really picture this song in that moment. I know. It's hard for me to picture anything but a library. But yeah. Yeah. Iconic visuals there. I know. I've never heard silence quite that loud. Mm. Um, Adam for Enchanted. Come on. I mean, we all yeah. knew who it was about anyway, because he literally wrote the song back, which was embarrassing. And then we made a TikTok about that, and people were like, how dare you make fun of someone with autism? And then I Googled it, and he doesn't have autism. And I was like, what? what are you guys talking about? So I privated the video, because I'm not sure now. But to be clear, we're not making fun of anyone's disabilities or anything. We just thought it was kind of cringy what he did. And as a reminder, if you guys don't remember that episode from a while back, Adam re-recorded Enchanted, but changed it to be like, I was enchanted to meet you, Taylor. Like, he basically sang it verbatim. Didn't yeah. really switch it up at all. Just changed some pronouns in the names here and there. And I was like, here you go. And he released it on Valentine's Day. And it wasn't good. No, it wasn't. And very unromantic. Also, for those unaware... Adam is Adam Young, lead singer of Owl City. Yes, yes. I find that so... That's that's re-gifting something. That's like you give someone a card and then they cross out the name and they put yours on it and they give it right back. I understand why this never worked out. I, I too would have been like, ew. It was I, so I already cringe. made this. I don't need to hear it again. I performed this. She also met him once it was so dramatic of her to write that song like that about him yeah. but more dramatic i think for him to take it so to heart that he wants yeah. to like give it back to her and like keep the momentum of their relationship rumors going yeah like y'all met once and this song that adam did was a year after speak now came out so he like it took oh. him some time to think about what he was gonna do and what he did was cross her name out on a card <laughs> and make it his own i do love life is full of little interruptions for innocent obviously this is about kanye vmas yeah do we think little interruptions is about his height <laughs> okay just clapped her hand over her mouth <laughs> so dramatically because this was not a little interruption this was the interruption heard around the world I think it could be a double entendre, too, on, like, yeah. how it interrupted his life. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, oh, anyway. my gosh. I keep giving you the longest ones. Good luck. Red. <laughs> go. Here we go. I love this one, though. This one might be my favorite. Actually, 1989 is definitely my favorite, but this one's good. Okay. State of Grace. 
I love you doesn't count after goodbye. Red, S-A-G, which could be short for Sagittarius or Screen Actors Guild. Who knows? Treacherous, won't stop till it's over. I knew you were trouble when you saw me dancing. All too well, maple latte. 22, Ashley, Diana, Claire, Selena. I almost do. Wrote this instead of calling. We are never, ever getting back together. When I stopped caring what you thought. Stay, stay, stay. Daydreaming about real love. The last time. L.A. on your break. Holy ground. When you came to the show in SD. Sad, beautiful, tragic. While you were on a train. The lucky one. Wouldn't you like to know? Everything has changed. Hyannisport. Starlight for Ethel. Begin again. I wear heels now. Wow. Those are good. I, we're getting a little more into the artsy vibe here. Yes. And while reading this aloud, I noticed a lot of these have the word you in them. Like she's anticipating the people that these songs are about reading these. They're very pointed. Like while you were on a train. When I'm you sure. Came to the show, I'm sure. When Jake you saw me dancing. Flipped open his booklet and got out his pen and paper. Jake Gyllenhaal. He got his assistant to do that for sure. (laughs) He made some poor underpaid assistant do that. You think he's read these? I think he's been told about them. I don't think he sat down. I don't think he bought this. I think he got some poor assistant to do this for him. I feel like he lives in a world where he doesn't even know these exist. (laughs) But I think it is Sag, like Sagittarius, because twin fire signs. Yeah. Or blue But eyes. it is on all caps, so I do think it could be both. He is know? in the Screen Actors because, Guild. Yeah. Yeah, very artsy. I love I um I love you doesn't count after a goodbye. Mm-hmm. Reminiscent of all too well ten minute version. Yes. Which we will be having an episode on soon. Also, this makes me want a maple latte real bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds delicious. And also I knew you were trouble when you saw me dancing. I want to know that situation. Very I know. Badly. What is that? Where mean? were you dancing? How was she dancing? What was the music? Uh, and then it led to I knew you were trouble. What happened here? I knew you were trouble. Are you team that's about John or that's about Jake? To me, I see both of them being inspirations, though. You know, okay. like. That's fair. I want, in a simple world, I want it to be just about one of them. But, like, I can really see both of them. Like, especially the video is giving John Mayer. Yeah. Because it's, like, an artsy guy. But I feel like there are little moments in the song that I don't know. You know who it's not about? An answer I will never accept? Harry Harry Styles. Styles. All these dummies talking about that as if she had met him when she wrote this after the album was out. Yeah. Makes yeah. me so mad. Like, I would actually get angered when I thought about that in 10 years ago. Well, part of that was her fault. Oh, because of the British accent thing? She did do that on live television. Taylor performed We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together for the Grammys with One Direction in the concert. And during the bridge, when she does a, he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. She said, I still love you in a British accent. And the camera immediately cut to Harry Styles. Yes. 
So she did kind of, she kind of retconned that a little bit. Yeah. That doesn't mean I knew you were trouble. That doesn't even make sense. It's fine, everyone. Yeah. Holy Ground, I always thought, was about Joe. But it says when you came to the show in San Diego, or SD, which I'm assuming is San Diego. But I can't imagine him coming to her show and us not knowing about it during the Red Era. Or, I guess it would have been Speak Now era. I kind of think it's about Joe as well. Just because of, like, the lyrics in Last Kiss, I'm not much for dancing. And then in the song, she's saying, I don't want to dance if I'm not dancing with you. Yeah. But it is odd. I don't know what that means. I don't know who came to her show in San Diego. I also love um, Wouldn't You Like to Know. Yeah. Sassy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready for the last one? 1989? Yes. Which, coincidentally, I have already read (laughs) these word for word. Like two or three episodes back, 1989 Revisited. But now we can discuss them and there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, let's go through them again. Welcome to New York. We begin our story in New York. Blank space. There once was a girl known by everyone and no one. Style. Mic drop. Her her heart belonged to someone who couldn't stay. Out of the woods, they loved each other recklessly. All you had to do was stay. They paid the price. Shake it off. She danced to forget him. I wish you would. He drove past her street each night. Bad blood. She made friends and enemies. Wildest dreams. He only saw her in his dreams. How you get the girl. Then one day, he came back. This love. Timing is a funny thing. I know places. And everyone was watching. Clean. She lost him, but she found herself. And somehow, that was everything. This is the best one out of all of them. This is this tells a story from start to finish. There is a climax, a rising action, a resolution. This is a perfect short story. This is better th- another callback to an old episode. This is better than baby shoes for sale never worn. What's going on on your face? What did we talk about that? Do you see Did you see that? No, what happened? These like bubbles came out of your mouth, like speaking bubbles, and then it was a thumbs up at the top. <laughs> I like cannot make that up. It's like bloop bloop bloop, and then there was just like a thumbs up in the top <laughs> bubble. I really I'm hope it like to see if that caught up. that. Yeah, I really hope it did because I felt like I was hallucinating. I was like, "Do you see this?" That did not show up on my end at all. <laughs> Okay, well, excited to go back and see if that happens or if people are going to think I'm, like, on drugs. Cool. Um, Okay. So, yes, this is a full, complete story. It's theatrical. It's poetic. It's beautiful. I don't even know if there's highs and lows. They're all good, except for how you get the girl. How ironic is it that it's also the worst one of the secret messages? (laughs) Then one you day he came like back. You don't like then one day he came back? No. That's so stupid. Compared to the rest of them. I agree, but it makes sense. Like, after, like, he only saw her in his dreams. Then one day he came back. Timing is a funny thing. And everyone was watching. My, yeah. It makes sense in the story to me. 
I guess. It's just the least interesting one. Yeah. I like um there was a girl by known by everyone and no one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mysterious. She's so mysterious. And can we talk about what what is it the uh, a girl named girl? What? <laughs> I feel like now I'm hallucinating. I think I'm having a stroke. Is it didn't okay, I'm googling it now. Didn't Taylor like trademark a book title that was like a girl named girl a couple years back? I don't remember that. A girl named girl. Yes. A Girl Named Girl is an unreleased novel. It was written by her when she was 14 years old. The plot is about a mother who wanted a son instead of a girl. To this day, the draft is only in possession of her parents, Andrea and Scott. And she uh, shared this in an interview with Vogue in 2012. And she also spoke about it in 2015 with GQ. A Girl Named Girl. In December 2015, Taylor first filed an application to trademark the title of her unpublished novel, A Girl Named Girl. Shout out to taylorswiftswitzerland.ch for this hard-hitting investigation. Excellent page. This is an excellent website. Anyway, uh, there was once a girl known by everyone and no one. I don't know why it just brought me to that weird fact. I know She is a girl named girl. Yeah. Known by everyone and no one. I mentioned this in the last one, but they loved each other recklessly. Car wreck. Yeah. They paid the price of a life. Vehicular manslaughter. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, Allegedly. Okay, MK, what is your favorite album? Secret Messages. It's got to be Speak Now. Speak Now's, yeah. It's got to be Speak Now. I know that it's not poetic and beautiful and interesting, but it is messy. And I love yeah. Messy Taylor. She was like three names. She's like, F it. I'm going for it. You guys are just gonna know. Technically four names if you count the title of Dear John. Yeah. Two callbacks to songs, two locations, yeah. easily placed for one of them. Portland, Oregon, maybe. But it might be Jake Owens. Who knows? That's pretty cute. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was messy and hilarious and good for her. I think we all know yours, but go ahead and say it. Yeah, definitely 1989 still. It's just so good. And we, when we heard that at the tour, life-changing. Now, MK, do we think she'll ever do this again? No. I think once she stopped, it was going to be difficult to go back. It would have been really badass if Reputation was the only one that didn't have it. Yeah, I was just thinking that. She should have picked it back up with Lover. That would have been cute. And But then they all would have been about Joe. And, like, I mean, I guess it could have been about, like, things, you know, about their relationship. But still, um, I I don't think she'll ever do it, especially now that we've had five, four, five, five albums since then. Reputation, Lover, Folklore, Evermore, and Midnight's. If there was ever going to be another one, it would have been on Folklore and Evermore. And I think now that that ship has sailed, or now that that has passed, the ship has sailed. Yeah. You agree? I I agree, but I'm sad about it. I do wish it would come back because I feel like this was such a special part of the fandom. I, I feel like this was something we all did together in a cute way. And yeah. I, 
I mean, Taylor gives us different puzzles now. Like we just did the Google puzzle things a few weeks ago, but I don't know. Like this was just like so simple and fun. I I just think it's so precious in comparison to like the 33 million puzzles we had to solve. Yeah. Um, it was definitely the original Easter egg. Yes. And you got nothing this out of it. Like things off. Yeah. 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 That was, I remember like a really old, uh, like documentary style interview or something that she did for probably like a news station or something, but she was very yeah. young. And I remember her talking about like, this is a fun thing I like to do. Like I like to leave hidden messages and things that I do. And like, it kind of talked about Easter eggs and like, I think that's how it all got started. So I am sad it's gone. Yeah, um, she still does it in her own way. Because when you think about it, the reputation music videos, they have their own little hidden messages for sure. Yeah. Now, before we wrap things up, which secret message do you think is the messiest? The messiest. I think it's got to be Sam, 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 Sam uh yeah i think so sam six sams total in case i did not say as many as i should have six i wonder if he knows that that song's about him that was a lot do you think there's yeah yeah, i don't think there's anything messier than that (laughs) i know we said our favorite album but what's your favorite secret message if you had to pick one Mm, i liked i wear heels now for begin again a lot as a fellow tall girl because there was a time in my life where I did not have any heels I didn't even own them I didn't even know how to walk in them because I didn't like being taller than most men when I wore them and now that I'm older and I'm more comfortable with who I am and I love being tall and I love that my body takes care of me and it's like here for a purpose and there are so many perks of being a tall woman. Now I'm like, I have like a whole wall of shoes with heels on it. And I, I love like the growth that that shows because there in our MySpace episode, if you guys remember, she posted about never wearing heels too because she can't walk in them. So she probably had a similar trajectory. Yeah. Well, that's really sweet. Personal. Yeah. I love that for you. I think mine would probably be I love you doesn't count after goodbye for state of grace. Yeah. Cause I love state of grace. And also that's like not what the song is really about at all. So it's cool to like give you a little, I don't know, like a, the know. way she looks back on that song and that relationship. I wanted to know what happened. Well, it's Jake, right? Yeah. But like, how did, was this over the phone? Was he like, but I love you. Like, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. I think we get the most visual in 10-minute version, but that's all we got. Yeah, yeah. Now, if we had the chance to talk to Taylor in person, if we just called Taylor up, and we could ask her about one hidden message, what would it be? At this point, it might be Portland, Oregon. Okay. Like, who is Sparks Fly about? Who are the green eyes? Yeah. I'm just so curious about that now. What about you? Mm, I would ask about they paid the price Ooh. for uh, 
all you had to do was stay. What price did you pay? <gasps> Let's chat. Because there's a lot of questions within questions for that one. So I feel like I could get a lot of juicy info. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So I think we've fully dissected the hidden messages. Are we ready for some nightmares and daydreams? Yeah. We decoded. We are investigators. Spies, possibly. Sleuths. Okay. Nightmares and daydreams. You go first. Uh, my daydream is a follow-up from last month's. The season finale of Only Murders in the Building was great. Oh, good. Did not see it coming. I was surprised. I love to be surprised. I really enjoyed it. And then also, I am reading a book right now called Starter Villain. It just came out uh, this month. I'm only halfway through. But I'm really, really enjoying it, and I want to recommend it to anyone who's just looking for, like, a silly book that's just, like, silly. Basically, the plot is this guy, this guy's billionaire uncle dies, and he didn't really know him at all. I think they had only met when they were, when he was, like, five years old. So his, like, mysterious billionaire uncle dies, and it turns out he left his business to this guy, and his business was being a villain. Like, he had, like, a volcano layer and everything with, like, talking dolphins and talking spy cats. And it's just so silly. Like, the dolphins are unionizing right now. The The cats have keyboards to talk. It's just a, a silly, fun book. Um, I'm assuming things are going to get more high. high the stakes are going to get raised the more I read. But I'm at the halfway point, and I'm just really enjoying it. It's very fun. So I do recommend that if you're looking for something silly. It's giving minions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But with cursing. And the cover of it is so funny. You guys Google the cover of Starter Rill and Book. I know those minions want to curse. I think that this would have looked. It is a cat wearing a suit. Silly books. I love that for you. Also, speaking of uh, Only Murders in the Building, that sparked my memory because I opened Hulu the other day and saw that and thought, oh, I should watch it. Cressy says it's still good. I should finish it. Whatever. Um, yeah, it's fun. But I, the reason I was getting on Hulu, and this wasn't my original daydream, but The Golden Bachelor is what I was watching on Hulu. And I haven't yeah. watched The Bachelor franchise in a really long time. It got very dumb. I stopped watching. Haven't seen it the last few seasons of either one or Paradise or whatever. But Gary, the 72-year-old Bachelor so cute i was crying within like five minutes of the first episode his wife died oh my Aww. god it was so emotional and then all the women were like old obviously they're just so cute they have such a zest for life and they all love pickleball they all love Aww. pickleball and it's very important that he plays pickleball to all of them because <laughs> they pickleball also love pickleball a great way for older people to stay active i am here for it it might be the way that I start to get active. You know, it yeah. seems easy. So I might get into pickleball yeah. for Jerry. Gary. His name's Gary. It's spelled G-E-R-R-Y, which to me would be Jerry, but it's Gary. Mm. And it bothers me a little bit. But anyway, he's really precious. Old people have a different set of rules. Now, is it cringy? Like how 
I can't watch the bachelor bachelorette bachelorette because I'm like sitting there gritting my teeth and I had to leave the room because I'm so cringed out. It is a little cringy, cringy, but it's not like that because they're not our age. Yeah. They're old. So it's cute when they're cringy because all old people act like this. Yeah. They're not like trying to go viral as a gif on Twitter. No. Um, My real daydream, which like kind of far away now, like it's been out for a while, but Guts, the entire album. I'm still listening to it. I still love it. It's very good. Makes me feel punk rock Yeah, an adult. What's your favorite track from Guts? Mm, Maybe Love is Embarrassing. Yeah. But it's probably like a tie between Love is Embarrassing and Lacey and maybe Ballad of a Homeschool Girl that's funny yeah yeah but those are like those are so good they're all really good mine started off being all american bitch like the ending with the knocking and then yeah it straight like that's so good that song is but really now good. that i've listened to it a bunch of times i do think Lacey is my favorite because i was thinking about this the other day there aren't many feminine rage songs that aren't about a man yeah and this isn't like this is about a woman in a completely non-romantic way. And I feel like it just like captures feminine it's, rage so you ha- well. You have the bubble. Again. Where I saw the bubble. I saw you saw it. the bubble. <laughs> yeah, it was right there. Yeah. I saw it. it said, why yeah, are they here? Feminine rage. Gonna... That was anyway. weird. Okay. Where um, the hell are these coming from? No, yeah, it is. It's really good. And I like how she like admits that she hates that she feels this way, too. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just very like, It's not like, complex. you suck, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know why I'm so jealous of you, but like, I can't, you know? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. Because I love when women, when you're like jealous of a woman and instead of being like, no, she's ugly. You're just like, oh, like she's so pretty, you know, like and you you are acknowledging that she's like so perfect and that she can't help that. Yeah. Like it's an insecurity thing, not the other person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. I think there. it's deep. I wish there were more songs like that. Feminine Rage. It's all I the know. rage. I know. And Perfect All American Bitch circling around is like the epitome of like how it feels to be a woman like at first I yes. thought it was so silly and like weird and ridiculous oh, but then the more I listened to it especially the end where she's just like screaming grateful all the time she's yeah like, all I'm grateful the all the time. time yeah I love it yeah I love that song so much I love the TikToks of girls where they're like just being it's like snapchat memories of them just being so chaotic or like sobbing or like just doing so insane shit or like eating their girl mm-hmm. dinner or whatever and like looking terrible and then it like cuts to their like really aesthetic things that they would normally post on TikTok for like the grateful all the time part oh my god yeah it's like so yes peak womanhood so yeah also that's my just a side note i love how tiktok and, and it's definitely not just tiktok but tiktok is a huge part of this i love that tiktok is making like femininity and like womanhood and girlhood like a thing like a capital t thing that like trends are being developed in ways that haven't happened before and I know, like, this is a culmination of a ton of things, like the Eras tour, Beyonce, but the Barbie movie, all of that. But I like TikTok is just capitalized on all of those things. You're triggering me right now. 
We can't Sorry. post this on Instagram. I'm so scared. Uh, for those of you who don't know, MK has been blasted to smithereens by random men on Instagram because we posted a clip. You can just check it out for yourself. The biggest regret of my life will be using the word erased. It's not what I freaking meant, but it's fine. And we know that. They just have no critical thinking. We all, everyone listening, we all knew exactly what you meant. And like the way I was like talking about like feminism and all that, like, like, yes, but also like it, you know, I know that's not really hard. It was in feminism. Yeah, it was was in jest. But it's okay. It's okay. I don't need to explain myself. I know I'm intelligent and not a bimbo. Thank you. I love that. You literally have two engineering degrees. <laughs> like, and I got called. St- I don't even have one. <laughs> I got called stupid more in my entire life, like last week, than yeah. I think I but ever you will. Know, now we have. I think that brought us closer as friends because now you know why I feel so insane all the time. Yeah. No, I just that, fully that turned really off my together. notifications. Turned yeah. off the notifications, deleted them if they came up. Don't look at it. Stopped reading the comments. Oh, God. oh and I was in there arguing. I was in there <laughs> fighting about, you're not going to mess with MK. That's I my know. friend. I was swinging hands in the comments. And they were getting so mad. It was so funny. And then I was like, they're going to think it's me. <laughs> I know. No, it's me. I should have signed my name on all of them. Sorry. Just so you guys know, if you ever see the Good for a Weekend account arguing with someone, it is in fact me. It is always me. It will never be MK. Yeah, I don't have a single confrontational bone in my body. I am the only person that argues. Yeah. I will not go down without a fight. Um. Okay, I will say, though, a male friend of mine saw the clip and started talking exactly how all the comments did. <sighs> and I was like, hmm. That's interesting. Let's talk about this more. And then I got to the point where I was like talking about how other male celebrities, even in the arts, aren't typically asked about their relationships straight up, like name dropping all the things the way that Taylor's always gotten. And I was like, name three girlfriends of Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles and Drake. Yeah. Like three people who write only music about their relationships the way she does. But like they're not straight up asked about their relationships on a red carpet. And then he said something to the effect of like, well, what was it? It was like, well, like people like Leo, like they're always in the tabloids, like name three of Kanye's exes. You can because it's all over the tabloids. That's all the media talks about, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, not to their face. And he goes, yeah, but that's Leo. That's that's the fucking point. Thank you. That's the entire point. You literally just proved my point. Thank you. And I was like, yeah. I know. And he still didn't get it. So men just like, they're, I can't with any of them. I can't do it. So it's fine. What's your nightmare? I want to say my um, nightmare was getting cyberbullied, but it's not. <laughs> I don't have a specific pop culture nightmare this month. Everything I've consumed, I've like generally liked. So I'm going to go with just an overall one that I think a lot of us can relate to. That is the American healthcare system. That is blue. You know what you did. That is Walgreens, CVS, or any commercial pharmacy. You know what you did. You have made my life hell this month. I have to get surgery tomorrow. And everything that my insurance has put me through is worse than what I'm going to go through tomorrow. Like I've actually been on the brink of going postal this entire month. And it's because of them. It's worse than getting cancer removed from my cervix. It's so scary. 
like the way that all those tasks are so daunting and for like such a good reason because they're difficult like they like it should not be difficult to figure that stuff out and like get your prescriptions and get everything in order yeah but I should not be fighting for my life in a CVS borderline impossible oh my god yeah yeah it's It's awful awful but just so you guys know I will be fine I will be completely fine my mom also had to get the exact same surgery when she was my age and it never came back she was good so it'll be fine it's just the insurance has mm, I have been when I die I will be haunting the headquarters i will be haunting the hell out of them and when they walk away to take bathroom breaks from their stupid little cubicles i will be going to their computers and approving every single claim i can find they will not know peace i will stay in that ghost purgatory forever that's how bitter i am that's how petty i am that is the leo in me i won't go to heaven i'll stay haunting forever that's a really smart move. Like, if someone was like, who would you haunt? Fucking insurance, man. Big Pharma. Yeah. Sure. That's funny. Okay. My nightmare. I don't think any of these weekenders are going to like this. But you'll understand okay. me. Okay. The 1975 going on hiatus. We just After saw them. It's going to be okay. They say They say this all the time. The last time my favorite band went on a hiatus, they never got back together, Cressy. I'm still waiting on One Direction to come back together. They still do this again. I can't do this again. I mean, NSYNC just did. That took a while, but they did. They're still... What is with these fucking bubbles? (laughs) This is... Praying on my downfall again. (laughs) We're going down. (laughs) By the way, does anyone have their address for their headquarters? Just let me know. Oh, my God. Um. So, anyway, I'm really sad. I'm scared about the hiatus. And also, I might go see them next week in Tampa on a Wednesday night. Oh, okay. Haven't bought the tickets yet. But I was like, if this is one of my last opportunities, I got to go. Uh, well, one of the band members, George, just had a kid. So, it makes sense. They've been touring nonstop forever. Fuck George's kid. <laughs> Okay. Give that kid some raw meat and a bottle of wine. Grow up. Yeah. Let him join. Let's give him a tambourine. I know we're not all fans of the 1975 here in this space, but I hope you all keep it safe for me to feel my feelings about them. Thank you. Okay. So wrapping up. All right. Let's talk about how packed the next month is going to be for us. Yes. We have many bonus episodes coming your way. Yeah. So as Cressy mentioned, she is getting surgery tomorrow. Thank goodness Cressy's taking care of her health and will probably not get cervical cancer. That's lovely. And I'm happy for mm-hmm. you. However, she won't be able to sit for long periods of time. Yeah. I'm going to have stitches in me, you guys. I'm going to be either standing or laying down for, for the week. Ugh. Honestly, laying down so for gross. a week sounds like my dream. Anyway, I'm sure it's not your dream in this exact scenario. It's not ideal. It's also very expensive. Enjoy the rest while you can, you know, if you can get over the pain. Okay. But because of this, she will not be able to attend the Eras movie on time. Um, But we wanted to do a bonus episode talking about the reaction. So I will be doing a solo episode, most likely with a little special guest host, um, which is very exciting because I used to be a guest host and now I get to host a guest. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming. Still going to have an Eras Tour movie um, 
reaction, but it'll just be MK only episode. Yes. While Cressy heals herself because we love her and want her to take all the time she needs. And then we'll have our uh, regular Swift report for the month. And then 1989 comes out. Yeah, Swift report coming out the day before 1989 drops. Very ballsy of us. Yeah. Please listen. Well, then we're going to have a bonus for 1989. We, there's just a lot of content coming your way, so just stay seated. Get ready to be sick of me. Yeah. And uh since I'll be I'll have nothing to do but play on my phone, I'll just be swinging in the comments, fighting back and chatting in the Discord. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Good for a Weekend. Uh make sure you if you are a sexually active woman, make sure you are getting your regular pap smears so that you can catch cervical cancer in time. Very important PSA. And also click our link tree to follow us on all our socials. It's all there. All equally important things. (laughs) Yeah. Buy us a coffee. Buy me a coffee. Yeah, buy Chrissy's coffee. I have stitches in my cervix. By the time you're listening to this, I will have stitches inside of me. She will be in desperate need of a coffee. Buy me a coffee. That's all I'm I'm about to go get a coffee. And you know how I'm paying for it after this exhausting podcast? And I need a I need a coffee. I need a, a caffeinated beverage yeah. to pick me back up. Buy me a coffee. Our little friends who buy us coffees. Buymeacoffee.com slash GFA weekend. Thank you for my coffee.